This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 51. 51. 51. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always is my co-host, Adam Bell. Hey, Peter. (laughs) Hello, hello. Hey, since we uh, still haven't uh, gone to recording this as a video podcast every episode, people cannot see that you're wearing your (laughs) neverpaytheransom.com t-shirt. And I have hair. I, I, well, I was going to say, I like it. I really have no opinion on the hair, but I like the t-shirt. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Uh, that is from Carver. Okay. I figured who was someone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. yep nice. That's kind of their thing. So, yep. Yep. um, nice. Uh, you, well, actually I got it at the boot camp. Uh, right. it, but I also spent, spend money now with them on a regular basis. So I expect. Yep. I expect another T-shirt at some point. Absolutely. Well, I have a uh, I have a plethora of Sophos T-shirts and mm-hmm. and socks. In fact, I have a lot of their socks <laughs> and a couple of jackets and some really nice coffee mugs and water bottles. Oh, and a bunch of their hardware. No, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So. So, do you, so yes. My daughter, my youngest daughter, has Harry Potter houses socks, one for each house, one pair. Okay. <laughs> Good, good. I don't remember if I mentioned this, but after I got back from the Sophos Partner Conference uh, this year, their theme was um, was biking. Okay. And to a certain number of uh, partners who land, you know, a certain type of deal of a certain size, chosen at random. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> they will be giving out uh, a couple of really sweet mountain bikes, uh, a, a Yeti, a uh, Pinello road bike, and like a $500 uh, follow me drone to, you know, oh, take wow. footage of all your stuff. So um, they also gave away... Um, biking socks and these are these mm-hmm. like knee-high socks so the you know, big ones for for serious hardcore cycling and uh they gave them in pairs of orange and blue so one of them is all you know it's like orange blue with dark blue with orange stripes and the other one is dark blue with lighter blue stripes because <laughs> as you know the sophos colors are blue and orange uh-huh <laughs> and uh the funny thing is orange came over from the astaro line which is their their their, uh, the firewall line that they've had now for like six years. Blue right. is pretty much everything else. So I put on, uh, I got two pairs of those socks and I only wear the orange ones. <laughs> and I have told my account rep at Sofo, so I said, when you see me starting to wear the blue ones, you'll know that I am selling the new firewall line. <laughs> but until then, you know, I'm still wearing the orange ones for their UTM. Yeah. So, <laughs> I thought that was kind of clever if I do say so myself. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. you, you mentioned Yeti. So, so I got a uh, Yeti coffee tumbler or well i guess it's i only use it for coffee but i got a yeti tumbler from robin robbins well i've noticed that the knockoffs look just as good as the full yeti 
and I thought that was curious and I don't know how I found out but I found out that the reason that the knockoffs are just as good as the Yeti tumbler is that Yeti let the patent expire before renewing it and so all of the knockoffs don't just look like Yetis <laughs> they are Yeti <laughs> there you go <laughs> So, and that's why you need good lawyers. <laughs> yep. Yep. There you go. So, uh, remember the fun I had with the IRS? I rem- I remember it. I recorded it. Mhm. I thought you did. <laughs> I've I listened did to it more than once. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, got a letter in the mail yesterday from our friends at the IRS. I use that word loosely. <laughs> the letter was dated June 5th. And uh, of this year. Yeah. Well, that's okay. And it was telling me that I owed, I don't want to go into the specifics, but let's just leave it at a lot of money. More than what you already owed? Yep. Okay. It was five digits. Oh. That they said, you owe this (laughs) because you haven't paid your taxes. And I said, oh, contraire, I've paid my taxes three times. (laughs) Yeah. I did it wrong, but I did it wrong more than once. (laughs) I did it wrong a couple of times, and you guys bitch slapped me left and right for doing that. So did the bank. (laughs) I wrote you a letter apologizing, throwing myself upon, you know, your mercy, and uh, asked you to please forgive all these different things. I'm like, look, I've already paid this, paid this, paid this. So I called them up. It literally took me... 34 minutes trying all the various options on the menus until I could talk to a human. (laughs) Finally talked to a human, explained what was going on, explained to him what was going on again. He put me on hold. He came back, explained to him what was going on yet again. (laughs) He transferred me to uh, another department to get a balance. I explained to this guy what was going on. I explained to him that I wanted to find the actual balance on my account. He said, okay, well, it's this much. And I, what I was going through is like over and over again, I was going through what had what I had done, what had happened. And, you know, like, look, I wrote the check. I wrote it out of the wrong account. The check bounced. The instant I found that out, I immediately, you know, paid it. I paid it online. And you guys continued to keep on trying to deposit the checks, even though you told me you weren't going to do that. You did. And, um, you know, so I paid, I paid, I asked for forgiveness. I, you know, asked you to please stop slapping me around, you know, adding insult to injury or maybe injury to insult. I don't know. And, uh, he's like, Oh yeah, well, no, I see we, we, we received your payment. It posted on April 21st. It's like, I was like, yeah, but, but I got a letter stating that I owe the entire amount of taxes that were due, plus all those penalties that you <laughs> said I was. Uh, so, oh, no, sir, you only owe $285 and like 16 cents or so at this point. And that was just the, the bounced check fee, you know, mm-hmm. one time. It's like, all right, but I just got a letter stating that I owe all this money. Oh, well, yeah, well, that payment hasn't posted. That letter was sent before. I was like, you said you got the money on April 21st. The letter is dated June 5th. So you've had the money for like six weeks and you haven't really noticed it just yet. So, yeah, that 
my friend, is why <laughs> I am not in favor of bigger government. <laughs> yeah. Well. How about yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure things run much more smoothly and predictably at the state level. They, they, if, if your example is predictable, then yes, it is just like that. <laughs> You can predict it. <laughs> Predictably sucks. <laughs> well, you you mentioned that that you got the letter that said it was it was due. So I got I don't even remember. It was in December. Um, I got notification that I had ten days to pay. Also a ten digit number, but mine was or not a ten digit number. A uh, it was five. Five. Yeah, it was five. Five digits. Well, mine was five getting real close to six. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> getting real close to six. And I remember they, that. <laughs> yeah, and they sent me a letter, and it. I had ten days to pay it. Well, what happened is they released it to collections. I'm like, you can't release to collections. We're still negotiating. There are things that are not taxable that I actually legitimately don't owe. You know? Nah. <laughs> nah. So I said we're still we're still working it out with the auditors right now. Well, it's come well, to my you desk. Can't, you can't tell us what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's come we're to the my... government. <laughs> so they had uh, I had ten days to come up with the entire incorrect amount, and it took seven days, seven business days, seven USPS days for me to actually receive. The... Wait, wait, wait! Seven USPS days, so fourteen weeks. give or take (laughs) give or take so so there was a it was shipped from downtown nashville based on the print date of the uh the letter i got it with with three days left to pay it i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) yeah and and this letter that i had too was like oh this is based on correspondence you know you asked for this and that and the other and it shows a timeline and it's like while we were like investigating this we've been slapping more penalties on oh yeah yeah it's just like the, the counter doesn't pause not even for a second i mean like, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that is frustrating i i'm facing that now because i've been working on this for over a year yeah. and uh the the number is still counting yep it's yeah, very so even if the you know even if you get the penalties to go away you'll probably still have to you know be uh liable for the the interest and stuff yeah, so, yeah. all the interest yeah. that so, is frustrating so you so, have to count does the interest cost more than my lawyer is my lawyer outpacing the interest i don't know yep <laughs> A good lawyer will outpace the interest charges. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, he told me an, another client was working that uh, they were they weren't even following the rule their own rules. Like, and the only way that you could actually make them follow their own rules was to take it all the way to Chancellor Court, which makes it so expensive that it doesn't make sense. It's cheaper. Yep. It's yep. cheaper to be punished. Yep. Unjustly yep. than it is to go to court. Did you watch Silicon Valley? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should watch that show. Dear listener, you should watch Silicon Valley too. Um, just like my Greek, my, my big fat Greek wedding, 
uh, I can attest that because I have expert knowledge in this and in the Silicon Valley sphere uh, that it is not a comedy. It is a documentary. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen my big fat Greek wedding or if you have, that is a documentary. Uh, if you don't believe me, my father's name is Nick. <laughs> yeah. True story. I'm not making that up. Um, and, my aunt's uh, name is Nikki. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, on Silicon Valley last week, they got um, trolled by a patent troll. And he wanted like 20, I thought it was like he wanted $20,000 or something. And then they ended up going around and around trying to get around this and ended up having to pay like legal fees of $22,000 or something instead of, or it was, or it was close. It was within, you know, one, one or the other, but instead of, um, you know, instead of paying the troll 20 grand, they had paid their attorney 22 grand or vice versa, which was, which is the way it really works. I mean, that's the way. So, I mean, I think, I think we should just let let's start a patent trolling business man <laughs> seems to work yeah <laughs> although i i guess i guess i would feel better paying my lawyer twenty two thousand than the troll yeah well that it, it's that, a lose it's, I, it's a lose lose i lost but, it, but but hopefully your lawyer likes you more and will yeah. give you better service moving forward so there's something about loyalty there yeah, yeah. i bought his loyalty yeah, uh, exactly. Here's a free retainer. So what do you think of free online services? And and here's the reason that this came up. Um, we both use, um, we have, um, uh, you have used others besides the one you use now, right? For uh, RMM? You've yes. used multiple. We have both used multiple tools for remote monitoring and management of our client systems. They vary in price. You know, the price that we pay is usually a fraction of what, you know, we uh, in turn charge the client for the service. But the, the whole thing is like, you know, yes, you can go down to Home Depot and spend 20 bucks on a nice hammer, but someone still has to swing that hammer for you. Mm hmm. Right. So, you know, you're really what you're paying is, you know, you might look and find out that your managed service provider is charging you $20 a month, $30 a month, $50 a month, $10 a month, you know, for a service. And the underlying technology that they're using is only costing them $8 a month, $4 a month, $2 a month. Who knows? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's like some intelligence that goes beyond, you know, like running the tool and monitoring the monitoring tool. Right. And you know, there's a lot that goes into it. So you, you can't just say, well, well, it only cost you $2, you know, like, well, yeah, but someone's got to drive the car, you know, for now anyway, <laughs> we don't have driverless cars, although that, I hear that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason I bring this up is uh, it was about a year ago, maybe it was a little longer. Uh, Komodo came out with a free remote monitoring and management tool. Now, seeing free stuff out there, this is not new, right? Gmail has been free, even for for business accounts. If you're grandfathered in, you know, you can still have up to 10 uh, free business accounts under Google Apps. Uh, There's a lot of stuff. Facebook is free. Uh, Lots of, (laughs) you know, tons and tons of free services. And, but the thing is, when something is free, you are... With, as far as I'm aware, without exception, you are giving your privacy 
in exchange for said free service mm-hmm. right you know so the 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 best way i've heard it is uh if if it says that it's free then you're not the customer you're the product right? <laughs> yep i would now, agree with that yeah now as long as you understand that and what that means that hey great you know and a lot of people today especially you know the generation after ours they willingly happily give away their privacy they're like whatever you know they're 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 posting their most intimate details online anyway <laughs> so who cares if google knows what you're doing or facebook or snapchat and instagram all these you know different companies and services are following your every move they don't care mm-hmm. so um but the reason this one's different is this is a service geared towards IT service providers to turn around and provide to their customers. And I know that most smaller firms, smaller you know IT providers or managed services providers, don't generally have the same level of legalese contracts that you would find with larger organizations. Um, right now, I'm on the periphery of a purchase from one of my clients to the tune of three quarters of a million dollars. And I'm, you know, watching the exchanges going back and forth between the attorneys and it's entertaining. Whereas, you know, at yours and my level, I'm assuming, you know, we send a three, maybe 10 page contract and maybe there's a couple of questions about what this means or what that means. And then you say, yes, I really do have a million dollars liability coverage insurance. And they say, okay. And they sign it. (laughs) Yeah. But, but generally I know, you know, my contracts, I never like said that I had the ability to collect and reuse and repurpose and resell my customers private data. No. Right. I never did that because I never planned to do that. (laughs) So um, I was just wondering, you know, what does that mean for this service? I I have not looked into it for sure because the reason is um, I scheduled a call with this this company today. I said, uh, yeah, I'd like to talk about your service and I'm curious what your business model is because I am assuming – And I said, and this is probably an FAQ, although I did look and I didn't see an answer to this real quick. I said, I'm assuming that you're making your money by selling, you know, analytical data on the systems and the users who are using the product. So I'm just wondering, you know, is that the case? Um, And uh, I was supposed to have a call today at uh, three o'clock Eastern with this provider and it's now 416 and uh, he hasn't called. <laughs> so I wonder if he saw like my emails and said, "Oh yes, I'll happy to happily talk to you." And then read a little further and said, "Oh, this guy knows how we're doing things. I don't have a good answer <laughs> for that. I'm going to just ignore him." Yeah. Well, you know, and and that is really sc- kind of scary because with the the remote management tool and the agent that's installed on there, you you can own everything. You can own you the do data. own everything. That's you, the whole point. You own the data, to, yeah, all the way down. And you have access to everything on the system. Your, you know, your agent is running with with system level pro, uh, permissions so that it can apply patches to the operating system. You're providing security features, which you know generally re- rely on hooks into the kernel. Um, you know, you may be doing backup, which yeah, you literally do get all the data. <laughs> Um, you may be doing network packet inspection so you can provide filtering of network traffic. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah, you have all the data, you know, you're getting it all. And it's quite possible with this company that you're just giving it all off to a third party without any sort of business associate agreement in place or anything like that. So I, I wonder if that would be HIPAA compliant. <laughs> it would be if you had a BAA with them as a covered entity. Yeah. But, you know, could I turn around and provide this to a hospital and stuff? Uh, not without a lot of different signatures <laughs> yeah so so anyway i didn't you know didn't have any serious expectations that i was going to be jumping to this product but i just wanted to hear like what you know is this how you're making your money and, and if not i'm really curious how they are making their money yeah where is the money coming from you know like because they say i remember it was like uh, two years ago i think um when uh, the chief marketing officer for sophos said um that they were coming out with their free sophos home offering and one thing that made me bristle a little bit he's like you know because we should give this you know away and uh you know sort of certain products you shouldn't have to pay for certain products that that should be free and i was like where is it written that you know your your home security software should be free i'm just curious <laughs> and um as it turns out that you know it's been out for a couple of years now and it's going well but they're putting on add-ons and i know we talked about this a couple episodes ago but they're adding add-on services that you can pay for mm -hmm. to that so i'm like okay but so why is it that crypto guard and ransomware protection should be paid for but base antivirus and web filtering should be free <laughs> who where is that written obviously it's written in the sophos marketing plan <laughs> yes that's where it's written okay oh now i've answered my own question great it's, it's part of the democratic agenda <laughs> <laughs> free computers free internet free free virus how about free viruses <laughs> free viruses those should be free yeah. let them run loose all over the internet just not into my uh, my internal network <laughs> so um do you know why our healthcare system is in such a pathetic state um enlighten me <laughs> it's because silly buddy costs 50 bucks silly buddy costs 50 bucks yeah <laughs> so a couple weeks ago i um i injured my uh uh wrist in krav maga uh -huh. and, and it's happened many times before yeah but, I've, I've seen you punch yes <laughs> so uh so now uh, as a result uh, though as this long-term uh, this contract i have with the hospital i have a really sweet healthcare deal uh-huh and I said, well, I'm already paying for this. Uh, you know, they take it out of, uh, you know, out of my regular uh, my, uh, paycheck and stuff. But I'm like, you know, I, I paid for it. So I may as well use it. So yeah. I set up a visit with a PCP. She referred me directly to a physical therapist. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, she's really good. And, uh, you know, within a matter of a, a few days, I'm feeling all, a little better. But one of the things she gave me to exercise with was some silly putty. Okay. And I say that, you know, it's not technically silly putty but i've had silly putty for, for decades i know silly putty when i see silly putty when i bounce silly putty when i shape silly putty when i leave silly putty on my keyboard and watch it melt into the circuit board i, I know silly putty this my friend is medical grade silly putty <laughs> medical grade <laughs> yes now, now the difference is it's three ounces and it's um manufactured for patterson dental uh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, Patterson. You've heard of that. If you've done any sort of work with a you know medical shop, you've seen Patterson equipment. You've heard Patterson stuff. I've got dentists with that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, the difference between say this little egg of silly putty, which costs like a buck, mm-hmm. maybe maybe a dollar twenty nine, you know, if it's a premium version, and um, and this stuff over here is that this one, the MSRP is nine ninety nine. <laughs> wholesale right so that's a, that's the wholesale price that's actually not the retail price and uh-huh. then there's the 400 percent hospital markup so this <laughs> 9.99 for three ounces of silly putty as opposed to say you know three dollars for three ounces of regular silly putty mm-hmm. but then you bring it to the hospital and they mark it up four times so you're talking 40 bucks not counting shipping Oh, which wow. is probably around five, five to ten bucks. So suddenly we have the forty to fifty dollar silly putty. <laughs> well, and you, that is why <laughs> our healthcare system is in shambles. Well, you got to pay for the silly putty rep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, silly putty the, reps got to eat, right? The the hot chick with a with a rolly cart full of silly putty. Full of silly putty, <laughs> exactly. And and you know in that cart she's got to like have comic books so you can peel them up off the. Yeah. Look, see, print. this is the real stuff. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you know, our president asked a couple of months. He said, you know, like. Who knew? No one knew that it was so complicated. No one knew why this is such a mess. Well, no. Now you know, Donnie. <laughs> yeah. That's silly putty. It's the silly putty. It's the silly putty. Yep. Your, that putty uh, is is pink. Mine was always um, really gray. dark gray by the time. <laughs> they have different versions. I actually have two. Um, she gave me one that's yellow and it's very soft. And then this one is, the they call it red. It's the harder, the firmer version. Mm-hmm. So the different colors indicate different stiffnesses. So as you, you know, your wound progresses and you get stronger, they give you the, the harder versions. So Nice. And thanks to, you know, years of Aikido and grappling and stuff, my grip strength is still pretty decent. So <laughs> she, she bumped me right up to the harder one. But then uh-huh. what I'll do is I'll throw this in the refrigerator or in the freezer for a little bit, which gives it a little extra. Nice. You know, oomph. That gives you so, your Popeye forearms. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? What else is going on? Uh, I'm just dominating the, uh, the, the, the the bullet points this week. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's okay. I, uh, well, I was, it was weird. Yesterday, I, uh, well, I've kind of been, well, ever since I've been a business owner, I've been burning the candle at both ends, but I've pushing a little bit harder this past week. And uh, it it caught up to me because by yesterday afternoon, I just felt awful. I just had kind of a low grade, not really. I mean, I guess it was, I was hot, but I wasn't like feverish. I was just like exerted warm, kind of stayed, felt crappy. I feel better now, but I thought I was going to be sick, but just running too long. So running running a little slow. You're getting old, so you know. yeah. I mean, I look I look good for fifty. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I like to I like to flip that though. I like to say that yeah, doctor says I'm in great shape for a guy who's 26. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, oh, I just let it slip. I'm I'm older than 26. Oh, older, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, I see on your list you've got a beer update. My, uh, I do. How my, about you? My beer is aged f- 
my spring beer is aged and it is really nice. So I've got the Amber Cerveza, which was ready by Cinco de Mayo. And then nice. I've got my Imperial Blonde, which is a really good... It's not blonde, but it's really tasty. <laughs> it's it's closer to... It's it's really close to Porter Brown, uh, oh. but it's not, it's not Porter. Uh, but the hops levels are really low. I mean, it's got hops flavoring to it, but it's very malt. It's very, it's a very nice drink. So Um, when you call it blonde, it's almost like a blonde roast coffee. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, what? That's, that's a very good, good example. (laughs) Blonde. Well, I made, um, I popped the, uh, couple of bottles of my uh, Hellas Bach that I made for the mm-hmm. first time. Uh, definitely the hoppiest thing I have made, but that said, <laughs> it's not super hoppy. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, it's pretty nice. It's a, it's a really nice beer. Um, the, uh, the Aztec Cerveza that I made, it's still a little sour. So something was a little wrong with that batch. Mm-hmm. Not sure exactly what I did wrong there. But um, uh, my Oktoberfest, I think I've nailed that one. That one has coming out consistently nice. good. Uh, it was a little extra fizzy, and I think mm-hmm. that meant that there was a little too much sugar. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, it like didn't sit in the keg long enough, or I put maybe too much priming sugar before bottling it, if right. I recall correctly. Um, but that said, the flavor is still right where I want it, so I was cool. happy with that. And I just bottled my Imperial Red Wanna Cry batch. <laughs> wanna Cry. <laughs> well, because I made it the day, the weekend of uh, the you know Wanna Cry Wanna Crypt uh, ransomware mm-hmm. outbreak. So, you know, someone said, oh, mystery solved. So they were, you know, implying that, you know, that it was uh, a tribute to China for creating it or something, even though China <laughs> was the one that were hit by it. So I was like, yeah, yeah well, whatever. Just happened to be an Imperial Red and it was the weekend of WannaCry. So mm-hmm. I called it that. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping to have that and a couple of others ready by the time I uh, have my moving slash housewarming party for the new place. Nice. So that'll be fun when that happens. So, yeah. So when is the target on that? Do you know? Uh, it's not for a couple months still. Okay. So that's going to be, yeah. So I've got enough time. I could do another Oktoberfest between now and then. <laughs> so. Well, I'm actually confused. Where are you currently? Like, where are you recording right now? I'm in Medford. Okay. Yep. But I will be moving to my other place in Medford, you know, across <laughs> town. So Across the, across the town, yep. looking at the river. Exactly. Right over okay. the, right on the river. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but speaking of real estate, mm-hmm. uh, looks like I will be most likely selling my property in Somerville Nice. because property values are still holding steady in the, uh, you know, upwards direction. And there's a really nice capital gains exclusion, uh, that you can claim. If you sell your primary residence or you sell a property that was your primary residence Mm -hmm. for two out of the last five years, Uh you can deduct uh, or exempt $250,000 of income. So you can basically claim that income as tax exempt. Okay. So. So... 
you, you have to calculate your basis and the mm-hmm. IRS you know has a calculation and this is not like profit and loss it doesn't right. we don't care that you put down $400,000 on a $700,000 house so you start with 300,000 no it doesn't work like that mm-hmm. um, there's a complicated calculation that factors in what you paid for it uh, what your expenses have been in interest any income if it's been a rental property etc um, but essentially you know if the stars line in the right uh you know pattern you can make up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars tax free on and a that, single sale and that's on a non a location that you didn't live in you had to have lived oh in you it. had to have lived in you it. must have lived there for at least two out of the five okay past five years so if you've lived there less than two years it doesn't count and if you and if it was more than five years ago since you purchased the property Okay. Doesn't work. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's all, I think it's always been that way. No, because it was always a one-time thing. Now you can do it again. And two years later, you can do it again. I think it's every two. Okay. I think you can keep repeating this so you can like flip it every two years. Well, I thought, cause we, we went through and flipped, we flipped houses till we got to the houses where, to the house that we're living in now. Mm-hmm. So, but were I, you claiming? But were you making all of that money tax-free? I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, it depends on how much you were making them for, how much you were flipping them for, etc. There were there were gains. There were capital gains exemptions related to the sale of your home prior to this. But as of I think it was like ten years ago or eight years ago, they changed the rules so that it's a lather, rinse, repeat process. Okay. Yeah. So so uh, although I was planning on holding on to that one for a while. Um, it just makes sense right now that I can, you know, make this exclusion, you know, take advantage of it. So my plan is to try to find another smaller property and, you know, convert that as to my, my rental and just hold on to those. So, cool. but well, yeah, I've, if you're thinking about, you know, selling a property or something like that, definitely talk to your accountant about the, uh, the, the quarter million dollar capital gains exclusion there because that's, uh, it's worth knowing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm good now. I've been in this house for 10, 10 years, so. Yeah. <laughs> so you're stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can but, get all my all my gains out of it. Yeah, I was going to say, but hopefully, you know, after 10 years, it's appreciated so much to the point that you don't care about this short-term thing. Yeah. For me, it's really useful because the property has approximately doubled in value since I bought it. Nice. So, you know, like now, boom, go sell, buy something else. Or, or you know, maybe I'll just stick a bunch of it in the stock market. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what I want to do. Yeah. But, I don't know. But, I think you're on a. I think you're on a good time to sell because we've been on the up for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how much further uh, up we can go. Oh, it's not a bubble. It's not a bubble. <laughs> uh, but it kind of is. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. So, there would be no regrets if you, uh, what, whatever you made on there now, unless yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So, um, main topic you put down not to fail. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, our like topic or was that our goal for today? No, that, that was the goal to for today, because because when we tried to record and you were up in uh, 
uh, up at the office we could not get connected and mm-hmm. you you had put in the notes fail so i just changed them <laughs> to not to fail <laughs> not not for lack of trying though because <laughs> skype skype for business and skype for windows 10 on my microsoft surface book are all completely hosed mm-hmm. so like every one of those and it's been like this for a while because it was like a month ago when we first encountered that problem and i just haven't had the time or inclination to try to fix it mm-hmm. um but basically none of these apps work <laughs> and uh you know who who'd have thought that a microsoft app running on microsoft operating system running on microsoft hardware would have any sort of problems yes yeah. <laughs> who knew yeah who knew? so well, yeah I'd, we're talking about well i've got my my shirt on from carver so i don't think i told you i uh i wanted to try to get a virus on my computer to mm-hmm. test the software to one test yep. the software and test the response of Carver because yep. I'm I'm not just paying for antivirus I'm paying for somebody to monitor my antivirus. Mm-hmm. So I got on my laptop. You know how long it took me to get a virus on my computer? It took me 45 minutes to find. Now I had I had adware like pop-ups and I mean my com- you know toolbars. My computer was junked up, but <laughs> and I finally just I was trying to just be a user who randomly installed everything you know everything uh-huh. that would be tricky and social yes do you I, want yes you want would you like yes yes do you need to, yes <laughs> so i said yes to everything and i didn't get anything so i was like okay let me start being intentional i'm gonna go download screensavers because scrn's a great virus medium awesome <laughs> so very popular with the kids today i installed every screensaver that i could and, and none of them had any viruses in them uh, i finally had to go to a utorrent site and try to down none of the torrents had viruses <laughs> in them but somebody it had infected utorrent at one of the feeds so actually the torrent software that you would use to <laughs> nice. get torrents i finally got something there but it took me 45 minutes of <laughs> installing everything to get a virus but it was kind of fun but i had to be careful too because i i didn't want to i i didn't want to install like adult content on my <laughs> laptop my wife's like what are you doing what are you uh, doing <laughs> Is it's not what you think it is, baby. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? What? Oh. Alexa hey, heard Siri. me and said something. <laughs> uh-huh. So, so just so you know, though, for the record, a study was done a couple of years ago, and if you're talking about commercial adult content, mm-hmm. those websites actually have the a better than average safety rating with respect to computer viruses. Nice. Yes. So I that's guess. a company. Well, they know <laughs> that, you know, they make their their money by being available and, you know, having uptime. And if they're distributing crap like that, uh, they're not going to be in business very long. So <laughs> just there you go. So yeah. anyway, but it's it's the free ones there that you want to look out for. Yeah. There yeah. are so many real world analogies. It's kind of scary. <laughs> no such thing as a free lunch. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So the um I I did want to talk about D-Link. 
Yeah. Is, a, is our nifty, nifty, our nifty Talk to for me. the day. What's so, so nifty about your D-Link? Well, well, let me step back and talk about D-Link as a company for just a minute before we get into that. It, 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 so it is kind of ironic that I recommend a D-Link for a security system when D-Link has been typically known as the cheapest hardware for me. From a business standpoint, you don't install D-Link in your business. You don't. I mean, that one's always been my standpoint. Uh, but I think they're kind of doing like Netgear, and Netgear has really kind of stepped it up and tried to move into more business. They've hired, you know, real engineers who are really thinking about things. And so D-Link has kind of stepped into this uh, security market, and I've been pleased with it as far as the uh, security cameras, not like they've got their little firewalls and things like that they're not they're not competing with sophos or anything like that but they've got some really good products for the home and the business and i've actually installed both of them Um, for the home they've got a dvr and it is literally the size of an altoid can (laughs) so you plug up an ethernet cable to it and you mm-hmm. plug up a power cord to it, and then you plug up an external hard drive, and okay. you now have, a, you know, a, an NVR. Uh, and so that was that was going to be my question: was is it local storage or cloud storage? So it's local. They yep. do have uh, they do have options for cloud storage, but of course they do. <laughs> of course everybody they do. does. But I don't uh, I I don't I don't store my security surveillance videos up in up in the cloud well one for bandwidth but two i just i don't really like that um but it is really slick because i attached a uh it you know it's solid so it's like a little solid enclosure there's no fans there's very i mean there it's warm it runs warm but it doesn't run any heat off of it and then i put a um a two and a half inch sata drive a sata 3 drive attached to it and it's you know it's like two Altoid cans sitting beside each other. Quiet. It's mm-hmm. fast uh, because it does support the uh, USB three, so it's got yep. fast access to that data. Yep. And what's cool is you know everybody's got the iPhone app, but mm-hmm. the iPhone app is actually used to configure the cameras, which it recognizes on the LAN. So you plug up your phone on the wireless, you plug up your, in my case, I've got wireless cameras, which I know from a security standpoint, a real security would not be running that over wireless. They'd be running it over a wire. But this is for my home. I mean, I'm watching the door to make sure, (laughs) you know, packages aren't sitting on my porch. I'm not, not, you know, I'm not storing millions of dollars in the living room that I don't want people to steal. <laughs> yeah, real, real security would not be just running over a wire. It would be it would not be running over a wire on a network connected to the internet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dedicated closed circuit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. But for a for a home security system, it's really cool. And the uh, the they've got the point tilt zoom cameras, which run about eighty bucks a piece. Well, I don't know if you got into the point tilt zoom. Uh, if you looked at those five, six years ago, 
you know, it was like $500 to buy one of those things. Mm-hmm. And it's got sound, it's got sound in and sound mm-hmm. out. So you can speak through that. You can be on your phone, look at somebody there, get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, so it's really slick because, and, and, I, and I know all these have them, but it's a very affordable system. So mm-hmm. it's like uh, 90 some odd bucks for the DVR or mm-hmm. the NVR. Uh, my hard drive cost another 115. Okay. Uh, the cameras were all less than a hundred dollars a piece. Yep. So I've got three cameras running. And, and how so, many does it support? How many cameras can you scale to? The home one will only support four. Okay. Uh, but the business NVR supports, it's either eight or I know it does eight, but it may go up to 12 or it may go up to 16. Cool. Because I, I installed the business one because I wanted outdoor bullet yep. POE. And yep. and those are and that's the other thing, it also supports POE. So yep. you got you gotta get you've gotta get power to it. So my uh, my application at my uh, my country home, it's got the power over Ethernet wired, so it's not running wireless out there. So and it and it pulls full H D. It's, it's really slick. And the other thing that I've got it doing is I've got it sending me an email every time a motion event occurs. Gotcha. I used to have something like that on one of my uh, my cameras as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So I've got, oh, and I've got a rule in my my Gmail so that it dumps it into a folder. I don't, right. I don't look at them, but yep. uh, I can, I can pop in there and like, oh, well, what time did the, you know, post office drop this off i've also yep. been on vacation mm-hmm. and a package gets dropped on my porch i'm like i gotta call the neighbor <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> please go no, over that, that is cool though i i don't i had a um a security system at my place in somerville um i don't have one here at my place in medford because you know it's well it's a it's a quieter neighborhood mm-hmm. <laughs> so so i haven't needed it but um i, I like the appeal though like you know Bing doorbell rings. I get to know who it is before I go answer. You know, if it's Amazon and I'm expecting a package and I really want, great. If it's somebody trying to sell me something, then mm-hmm. no, not so much. Yeah. You know, if it's the you know I'm waiting for a pizza and I see that it's a pizza guy, then I'll go. If it's mm-hmm. clearly a Chinese food delivery guy and you know probably ending up for the neighbor upstairs, then. They can answer the door themselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the other thing that, well, I mentioned the app, but the app is very nice as far as like it being simple and you do what you want to do because I've seen a lot of apps that are real complicated. Mm-hmm. So it's got the, it's got the two apps for one for managing the NVR. So managing it and all the four, all the cameras, that's where you can get your X, you know, the four, the quadrant view and see all of them. And you click on a camera and you play it back. Uh, But then you can also do just the other app, which is the individual control over the camera. So on the point tilt zoom, if you wanted to actually move it around and you can do that through the NVR menu, but you've got a lot better control over the individual camera menu for you know just setting your because you can what i do is with my point tilt zoom i'll say porch door yard 
you know, I can right. click, see who's out in the yard, you know, yep. are there cars in front of my house? I don't know. <laughs> That's cool. So. Cool. I, I may, uh, I may go to, uh, buy myself another one when I move to my new place, but I shouldn't have to. So we'll yeah. see. But it's nice again, you know, even like I, I've been hearing a lot of ads for it. I don't know if I really want one though, but, uh, the, uh, ring video doorbell, mm-hmm. it's the same idea. You know, you give it, it gives you a doorbell with a camera on it and you can do the exact same similar stuff to what you're said, but it's not just a camera. It's tied into a doorbell. So you, yeah ring the doorbell and then you can see on your phone where you know who it is and you can talk back to them again so yeah um, i can see the appeal of those well what's funny well not funny but whatever my dad my my dad he knew about my security system i told him about it or my camera system well he decided he was going to buy two cameras from lowe's (laughs) just just buy two random And I was actually surprised how far along they came, Uh, but they were just completely an off-brand, and they they seemed to work okay, but I was like, Dad, you know I'm an expert in things IT. I mean, this is what I get paid for for a living. Whenever I get ready to do some electrical work, I contact you as a master electrician and get your thoughts before I do something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why did you? And then he, he ended up paying more than had he bought the gear that I wanted him to buy. <laughs> I, I, I know plenty of people like that. For, you know, I remember 10 years ago or so, and, you know, I was like, I'm the computer guy and stuff. And I would always make a big deal of, you know, people were buying something. Hey, let me help you out. Let me give you some advice and stuff. And, you know, then they would just go and buy something. And I was just like, oh, okay. Not what I would have bought. Oh, but it was cheaper. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, you, you, you could have also bought a, uh, a milkshake down at Friendly's. That's cheaper, too. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. cheaper than that computer. So, I was like, hey, yeah, whatever. Yeah, my dad, he wanted to do the same thing with a computer. Last year for Christmas, he wanted, a, or my mom's present for him was a computer. And he wanted it to be something in the same price as what he could have bought at sam's or not Sam, not even sam's walmart mm-hmm. i was like dad you've got to trust me that i know what i'm talking about here <laughs> you save two hundred dollars yeah. and uh it's gonna cost you way more than that two hundred dollars you save mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's a lot of different restaurants here in the boston area you know you can hit mcdonald's <laughs> or you know you could step it up a little bit and go to a five guys mm-hmm. or you can go to some fancy place where a burger is like 30 bucks <laughs> they're yeah. not exactly the same <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep yep cool well i think we have made up for our uh, extended absence mm-hmm. so uh, i think we should um i think we should call it a day I think it's been a good day. And on that note, I am going to push the big red silly putty. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.